and grounded. Praise the Lord. Rooted and grounded. And I think last two weeks we, we had a word uh, which was titled, Life is Spiritual. And uh, it talked about a lot of things. And then last week we also heard that we should listen and pay attention. Amen. And our brother actually spoke a lot about faith. Amen. But today we also want to look at a very important theme, which also is highlighting the importance of faith. And it's titled Uncompromising Faith. Praise God. Uncompromising Faith. Um, we live in a world right now where the opportunity to compromise is so real. The opportunity to compromise is so real. Sometimes it looks very far from us because maybe there is nobody putting a gun on us to say, deny Jesus or deny your faith or give up on God. But in very small ways, there are opportunities for us to compromise. Praise God. Amen. Okay. Let me tell you a story. My own story, actually. I got a job in a mine as a dietitian in a hospital. And before I went to that town to begin my work, I had purpose in my life that I will not taste alcohol. Your own personal views about alcohol are okay. But for me, I will not taste alcohol. So I purpose in my heart that I will not do this. And I got a job. There were four of us who got a job at the same time in the hospital. So the medical director, the head of the hospital, invited us for a social meeting. And then we went to the restaurant. The young men and everybody in the group, what will you drink? I'll take beer. Somebody said, I'll take wine. And they said, then he came to me, and I said, I'll take fruit juice. The man looked at me and said, are you a man? <laughs> and I said, oh, I just decided that I will not take alcohol. Then he asked me, are you a Christian? And I said, yes, but my not drinking alcohol is not only because I'm a Christian. Praise God. Please, I want you to understand that part. Because there are many people who call themselves Christians who drink alcohol anyway. So my saying that I don't take alcohol is based on an understanding of the word of God. That I will not be defiled by alcohol. Now, that actually separated me from him. So from that meeting... We, we were miles apart. You understand? Okay, but that was the first encounter. Then there was another encounter where another higher person in the mind invited us for a social meeting. And then he, he actually purposed in his heart that that day I would drink Irish cream. <laughs> in fact, he bought Irish cream and he placed it in front of me and said that I will drink this. 
So for the whole period of the social media, about two hours of interaction with a lot of people, people were drinking all kinds of things that they could drink. The Irish cream was in front of me with ice. In fact, everybody finished drinking, and this man said he will wait for me to finish my drink before they leave. So I was under pressure to bow, to compromise on what I had purpose in my heart. They didn't know what I said when I was coming to that town. They didn't know what I had purpose in my heart. But the enemy knew it because I had made a declaration in the realm of the spirit. So, in, in actual fact, the long and short is that I did not drink the Irish cream. Somebody among the group, which was, he decided to bail us. And then he drank. If it is not the, the, the faith that is grounded on God's word, if it is not the faith that is of the heart, but of the mind, praise God. Now, let's understand something. Every child born in the world has some faith. Everybody, we, you have natural faith. That is why you can come and sit on the seat and believe that this seat will keep you here. So we, we close at 3.30. But that is no Bible faith. Praise God. <laughs> okay. Somebody has faith that when I, I grow up at the age of 15, I become capable of having children. That is natural faith. If you, if you sleep with a man and he deposits semen, you will get pregnant anyway. But when it gets to the point where you acknowledge that that child is not my doing, but of God, and I can only receive it by what God has said in his word, then it becomes God's kind of faith. And that kind of faith does not come by just thinking it. It comes from getting it in God's word, staying on the word, till so the word produces a foundation which cannot be shaken. Let's go to Daniel chapter 3, verse 14 and 19. I'll be speaking a lot on this scripture. I'm sure we all know Daniel. Everybody know Daniel? Everybody knows Daniel? Okay. No, the Daniel in the Bible, not the Daniel here. <laughs> Okay, all right. So in Daniel, in Daniel chapter 3, verse 14 to 19, let me just give you a, a background of the story. These were, there were four Hebrew boys, Jews, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were, they were taken into captivity into Babylonia. They were Jews. And then the king selected these four Hebrew boys to become part of his what? Selected uh, group of people that will be trained to rule the land. Now, in 
chapter 1, Daniel helped their group. Eh? Daniel helped their group to purpose in their heart that they will not defile themselves by the king's meat. Now, the reason he, he, he purposed in his heart not to defile himself was because in the Babylonian kingdom, the food offered to the king is actually also offered to the idol. And so they purpose in their heart that they will not what, defile themselves. And in actual fact, in 10 days, Bible says that they were appearing more better than those who were actually eating the, the, the meat and drinking the wine. And they were even more smarter than the people who were actually eating all the nice things. So I believe that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got to the point where they could see their faith produce. Praise God. They could see their faith produce. Now, in chapter 3, verse 14, let's read together. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now, if ye be ready, that are what now, if ye be ready, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbat, soul three, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us hope from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve the gods, nor worship the golden image, which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should hit the furnace one seven times more than it was, it was wont to be heated. Amen. So let's stop here for a minute. Now, what is uncompromising faith? You know, it's, it's, it's important for us to understand something. Uncompromising faith is a conviction in God's ability. Actually, let me read this definition that the Lord gave me. It is a belief in God's ability to perform his word, such that you are unwilling to accept any other view which does not agree with his word or his ability. Praise God. Now, the king has purpose that there's going to be a golden image that everybody will worship. And this guy said they will not worship it. How did they know that they should not worship it? They knew it in the word of God. In Exodus 20 verse 5, Bible says that you shall not bow to any graven image. So these ones knew this word. Maybe before they left their, their, their land in, 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 in the land of the Jews, there was no graven image. Hello? 
There was no graven image maybe in the land of Israel. They only knew the living God. But in this land, King Nebuchadnezzar what? Purpose in his heart that he will make an image and then cause these ones to bow, to compromise. But they purpose in their heart that they will not compromise. Now, it did not come overnight. Why? Because we learn in chapter 1 that these guys had tried their faith and it worked. Praise God. Their faith had worked in chapter 1. And then they were now at the point where they needed to stand on another level of faith. And this time, they were not to compromise the stand of God. Now, the uncompromising stand of faith is something that speaks. It speaks. Now, the Bible says that when King Nebuchadnezzar spoke, he said, Who is that God that shall deliver you out of my, or out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego spoke. They spoke. The Bible, the Bible says that they answered and said unto them that we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. In this particular matter, I cannot be careful. I cannot be so nice to you. Why? Because I cannot compromise my stand on God. Because if I do, if I compromise my stand on God, I lose my place. I lose my relevance. Now, think about it. Will we have been thinking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego today if they had given up on God? Will we be hearing of them today in the Bible and talking about them if they had given up on God? So, opportunities to compromise will come. They will always come. In fact, it is here. It is with us on a daily basis. There are times that you, you, you want to excuse yourself and say, I'm not a Christian. I'm not the type of Christians who, who confesses a particular kind of thing. You know, you want to be acceptable. You want to make it look like you are not the extreme type of Christian. I don't know what that is anyway. But those opportunities will come. They will come. They are going to come. There, there, there's a time when maybe you will be sick and you, you want to compromise the fact that you cannot stand on God's word for you to have your healing. It's also a compromise. Maybe a time will come, you are, you, are, you are in Africa somewhere, and you have to pay bribe because that's the way everybody is doing it. Praise God. Or maybe you have to cut corners to get somewhere. Or maybe you are coming here and you have to change your identity just because you wanted to survive, to appear as what? Somebody who can blame. But I've come to let you know that when you compromise on your faith, you have lost your relevance. When you compromise on your faith, you have lost your relevance. Praise God. And we need to get to the point where our faith is always relevant. And our stand is clear. There's no gray area. Praise God. Like these ones who say, oh, we worship the God that God has blessed and has put in front of us. There was no question about what they believed. They knew the God they believed, and they could not bow to any other God. Praise God. If you read the, 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 the scripture in chapter 3, you read on, you realize that actually, King Nebuchadnezzar confessed their God. 
after he saw that their stand on faith actually produced without um, them being bent. So in the book of Nezah actually decreed that let the whole nation, let the whole land worship this God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know, the earlier story I told you, in actual fact, after a while, a particular woman in that hospital said that I now understand why you didn't take that alcohol. Because one day a lady was going to deliver and I had to pray for her. Okay, if I had drank it and prayed and nothing happened, she will tell you that, oh, you see, oh, you were drinking with us. How can you pray? <laughs> Praise God. So the, 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 the opportunities will come for us to compromise on our faith. But let's make a stand for God. Let's give God his place. Praise God. Hallelujah. Ah, why are you looking at me like I'm telling a story from a different planet? <laughs> Amen. 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 Now, how does this faith come? How does this uncompromising faith come about? When you are born again, every one of us is dealt with a measure of faith, right? Every one of us, Romans 12, 13. When we are born again, God gives us a measure of faith. That measure of faith is expected to what? To grow. It's expected to mature. Why? Because faith must grow from faith to faith. It must grow from one level of faith to the other. Our brother last week emphasized that there is a particular kind of faith for a particular situation. And for each situation, you need to what? Get the right kind of faith. Because the, the faith that you want to, like, maybe get healing may not be the same faith you need to get to get out of death. But it is still faith. It is still faith. Because it's the same spirit of faith. But the faith for maybe having a child. I want to have a child. I want to have twins, eh? <laughs> yeah, I want to have twins. And I'm telling the devil every day that I want to have twins. Now, that I'm, I'm telling the devil to know that I will have twins. And I'm declaring it in God's name that twins is my portion. Based on God's word. Now, I've declared it here based on faith. I did not plan to say it though. But I just declared it so that you will be witnesses to what I have declared. When those two children come, you will bear witness to this faith. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Now, so this, this measure of faith is, is given to everyone that is born again. But God's expect, expectation for us is that our faith will grow. But how does this faith grow? The Bible says in Romans 10, 17, it says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Praise God. So as I'm speaking right now, faith is coming for you. Eh? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe you are in a situation where you feel like giving up. Giving up on your faith. So I'm saying uncompromised faith is making a stand for God. Or you have already considering giving up on your faith based on the circumstances around you. But I'm telling you that don't give up. Hold on to faith. Let God take his stand and you'll see the way. That is what? The word of faith I'm preaching. I'm preaching the word of faith to you. So it stirs you up. 
and you go back and it, it, it activates the spirit of faith. The God, God's word in God's spirit in this word activates faith in you. And this faith grows. Praise God. So when you shut your ear to the word of God, faith does not come. Faith does not grow in you. Praise God. Now the question is, how much of this word do you hear? How much of this word do you hear? Now, if we look at the life of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I, I understand that there were people who understood by books. Because Daniel said it, that I understood by books. So it means that there were people who were reading. They were probably studying the word. They were probably going in the word. And the word of God produced in them faith, like we learned today, the power of God's word. God's word has power, has potency to bring us from the level of measure of faith to the point of uncompromising faith. Praise God. But when we stay and we don't give attention to the word, when we don't give attention to God's word, faith will not come. It is there as a measure of faith, but it is not enough for you to be able to stand on it in a certain situation. The measure of faith may not be enough for you to stand up against King Nebuchadnezzar. Praise God. The measure of faith was enough for you to be able to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. But to be able to stand against systems, to be able to stand up against authorities, rulers, principalities, and powers, you need faith that is great. And that uncompromising faith comes in God's word. Praise God. So this this time, when you go into the word of God, each time, Bible says in John 6, 63, it says, the words that I speak unto you, they are what? They are life and they are spirit. Now, when you go in God's word, for example, I go in God's word, and I'm standing on Isaiah 61, verse 7. It says that for your shame, you shall have double. I stay on that word for a while, and that word produces in me faith. Now, when I begin to declare it, it activates the faith power to bring the faith into action. Praise God. When I say, for my shame, I will have double, I'm now speaking the faith into action. Because until you speak faith, nobody knows you have faith. Praise God. Until you speak faith, nobody knew that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had faith until they spoke and when they spoke, it activated God's power to perform what they spoke. If they had kept quiet, I don't know what would have happened. No. Praise God. He said, the Bible says that we having the same spirit of faith, therefore we speak. And we believe. Therefore what? We still speak it. If you, don't, if you truly believe it, you must declare it. Uncompromised faith is speaking faith. It's faith that is speaking. It's faith that is counteracting the negative declarations. If you don't speak it, it will not produce. Praise God. So what is that situation? I don't know about your situation right now, but what is that situation that is, that is holding you down? That is looking like in the book Adnezah. What is that situation that is holding your circumstance as if you cannot move, you cannot pass, you cannot go on? But I've come to let you know that if you give life to your faith, 
that uncompromising situation will turn into something else. That situation which is very difficult for you will give way. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's look at this other example. The woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says that she heard about Jesus. When she heard about Jesus, it produced faith in her. And then she said, if I but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. Now, the circumstances around her were very compromised. Like, it was an opportunity for her to compromise on her faith. Why? Because she was bleeding. And then the law says that when a woman is bleeding, she's not supposed to come out. She's not supposed to be part of the people. But she purposed in her heart. Why? Because the spirit of faith was driving her. Because she had believed the word. And she was now being driven by the spirit of faith. To now what? Take her what? Her breakthrough. And so she kept on the word. And touched the hem of Jesus' garment. And Bible says that she was made whole. Faith that is uncompromising. Is able to draw enough virtue. To make a situation that is perilous. Become a testimony. Praise God. I don't know what it is. That you may be going through. But if you can give yourself the attention of God's word and stay on God's word for a while. Give it attention. Instead of listening to all the things that scare you, give God's word attention. It will produce faith in your situation, which will turn the circumstances around. Amen. Uncompromising faith does not conform God's word to the lifestyle, but Conforms the lifestyle to God's word. Praise God. Uncompromising faith does not conform God's word to the lifestyle, but conforms his lifestyle to God's word. There are two different things, I think. Isn't it? Praise God. I'll try to explain it to you. Now, I say, God's word says that by his stripes we are healed. That's God's word. You believe it, right? You believe that by his stripes you are healed. Okay. So you are believing God to be healed. Like our brother shared last week. He was believing God to be healed. And now you believe that word. Now, a way to conform God's word to your lifestyle is to say that, okay, because I'm, I'm sick, I'll remain in my room. Because I'm sick. That is the rule, isn't it? If you are sick, you stay in your room can't do anything. But because you believe that by his stripes you are healed, you pick yourself and you go to your work. Because although you are sick, you know that by his stripes you were healed. So sitting down in your house is accepting that you are sick and that there is nothing you can do anymore and so you need healing. But you were healed. So you conform your life to the word by going out. And going to work. Based on the, I'm not saying you should deny the fact that you are sick. That is not faith. In actual fact, that is not faith. Denying that you are sick is not faith. Faith is acknowledging the circumstance. But refusing to accept the circumstance as the norm. Faith is acknowledging the circumstance. 
but refusing to accept the circumstance as the norm. So I accept that I'm sick. Yes, I am sick. But I don't accept that that is the way I should live. Praise God. Praise God. So that, that is the difference. So if I want to conform God's word now to my lifestyle, is to say that I'm, I'm sick, I will stay in the room, and then God will heal me in my room. But you have been healed already. So you act on God's word and let God's word produce the effect of what you have believed. Because it is to us according to what our faith. We live by faith. Praise God. Now, uncompromising faith, I said, is not of the mind, but of the heart. It is not of the mind. It's not something you believe in your mind alone. Because faith of the mind can be compromised. You can change your mind anytime. But what is of the heart cannot be changed. Because it is, it is of the spirit. It is rooted in the spirit. And because it is rooted in the spirit, you cannot change it. But because it is not rooted in the spirit, it is in your mind. Circumstances can, can, can dissolve it. Frustrations can dissolve the faith in your mind. Your life is dependent on your faith in God. Praise God. Our life, eh? for as long as you have said, I'm born again, you have moved from the realm of natural level of faith to spirit realm of faith. Bible says that we are now governed by the law of the spirit of life, which has overcome the law of the spirit of sin and death. And in the law of the spirit of life, the law of faith is a cardinal currency. Praise God. The law of faith. The law of faith is a what? It's a universal currency, let me say. And it is able to produce in every country at the same rate. Healing in Nigeria is the same healing you get here. Death cancellation in Nigeria, you still get death cancellation here. It is not limited by the fact that you are in Nigeria. And you are, no, it's a universal currency. For anyone that receives faith, it produces equally in any place. This thing touched me. It touched me. So don't think that, oh, I prospered in Nigeria. So this place, you know, this is Europe now. It's, it's Europe. It's not dollar. It's Euro. It's not Naira. It's not CD. Yeah, it's not CD. It's Euro. But let me tell you, the Bible says, ha, 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 wheresoever the soles of your feet shall tread, you will prosper. So when you receive that as your word in every nation, among every people, whosoever believes in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Praise God. So don't, don't, don't compromise because you are here. Don't compromise because you are relocated here. Because that will make your faith very weak. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. How can I walk in uncompromising faith? I've said that already. Faith lies dormant until a demand is placed on it. <laughs> faith 
lies dormant until a demand is placed on it. If you don't place a demand on your faith, it lies dormant. So people here have faith. Oh. They, are so, they are so loaded with faith, but they have never placed a demand on it. They are so loaded with faith. Huh? <laughs> there is somebody here so loaded with 999999. 999. Cum laude. <laughs> or 10 articles in two weeks. You are so loaded with that faith. But you don't know. So it cannot produce. Why? It is lying dormant. So walking in uncompromising faith is not like, okay, now I've decided. Hey, uncompromising faith. I want to return to you. You know, that's how we see it now. I'm waiting to, I'm believing God. I'm believing God for the right time. I'm believing God for a breakthrough. Very nice words of faith, but lacking the potency to produce. I'm believing God for a breakthrough, but there is actually no belief. It's just nice. It's just beautiful. If these guys are said, we were believing God, we were believing God to deliver us. Now, please, let me tell you something. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego actually provoked the king by what they said. They provoked him by what they said. Now, so... By the time the, the king was saying that I will put you in the, in the furnace, he was telling them to convince themselves. Then he can change his mind. You know, they can change his mind if he says that, oh, I will not let you go to the furnace. If they say, oh, we will, not wa- we will worship this your God, they will just say, okay, you go. The furnace will not be an issue again. But because they said, because they said that we will not bow, the enemy provoked the king. Eh? Now, are you with me? The enemy provoked the king to get more angry. And then he pushed them into the furnace. Now, but the good thing is that because they were walking in, in faith, they spoke. And the faith went ahead of them. Or the faith already went ahead of them. Huh? Because in any case, they were not declaring that the king should prevent them from not going to the furnace. That was settled. Are you with me? No, because the man said that in verse, in verse um, 15, the last, he said, Who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? It was settled that he was going to not, he was not going to deliver them anyway. So that was settled. But when they spoke, they, 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 the man Jesus went ahead of them to perform what they had declared. Now, you see, from the time that your faith becomes active, you must speak it. Now, you, for you to speak it, you must believe what you are speaking. Eh? You must believe what you are speaking. Hello? <laughs> If you don't believe it, it will not produce now. Praise God. So they believe it. And because they believe it, it went ahead of them. They did not see that they were, not, they were put in the furnace. 
you will still will declare faith and the situation may get worse. But it doesn't mean that faith is not in operation because faith is spiritual. And because you don't see it with your physical eyes doesn't mean that it has not gone into operation. Jesus spoke to the fig tree. And when he spoke to the fig tree, the fig tree dried spiritually at once. So to walk in uncompromising faith, take your eyes off what you see around you. Because what you see around you may frighten your faith. Amen. And it comes by what? By staying on God's word. It comes by staying on God's word. Hallelujah. Take your eyes off the circumstance. Now they've said they might have removed your womb. That is a circumstance that is staring you in the face. It's staring you in the face because it's obvious. You were there when they removed it. You were there when they removed the womb. But when you believe God's word, that you shall not be barren. Huh? And that the barren woman shall be keeping children. And the children of the barren woman are more than those who are already married and have children. Then you stand on that word. Because having children, there's no rule that you should have a womb first. <laughs> this is science. Science will tell you that you need a womb, isn't it? Ah, but I've heard people who gave birth without a womb. I've heard people who gave birth without wombs. Is it not true? Or you've not heard some before? So where is the signs that you need a womb to have children? So what happens is that faith produces a womb. Faith produces a womb. And the child gets born. I've heard testimonies of people who, whose womb were removed and they did not even know that they had a child until it was nine months and they just gave birth. 56-year-olds are giving birth. 60-year-olds are giving birth. How much more 28? How much more 15? <laughs> Praise God. Walking in uncompromised faith requires that we become spiritual we become spiritual be spiritual when we say to be spiritual it's not about <laughs> no being spiritual is and walking in the spirit that is what it means. Now, if you have received the Lord as your personal Savior and you are baptized with the Holy Spirit, the consciousness of the Holy Spirit inside of you is enough to activate the spirit of faith. Amen. Faith also works by love. Huh? So you are very bitter, you don't like people, you don't love people. Check it, because faith will not produce. Now, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego actually demonstrated their love for God. In verse 18, he said, but if not, 
if not be it known unto you that okay that we will not serve thy gods that is the point where they exercise their our god will deliver us but even if he doesn't deliver us even assuming that okay god does not show up we will still not bow that is love that is deep love which cannot be removed amen praise god i want to make a final statement if it has to be god's way then faith is the way if it has to be god's way then faith is the way every situation every talent in this life is subject to faith once your faith is in place it cannot overcome you and god's way is faith way if you can faith it you can have it <laughs> if you can faith it you can have it if you must come out of the fiery furnace then it has to be by faith not science not technology because technology will crash the strong men were bent the strong men who carry Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the furnace, they were consumed even before the people entered themselves. So it tells you that it is not by might, it is not by power, but by the Spirit of God. Praise God. It is not by might, it is not by power, but by the Spirit of God. Uncompromising faith is real. It is something we must have. It's not something we must desire alone and then let it be there. It's something we must have. But I, I, I want us to understand something. It takes your effort. It takes your effort. If you sit down and wait for somebody to come and pray for you to have faith, it will never come. Because faith does not come by prayer. It, came, it comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. I believe you have heard God's word. And you need a fresh grace to walk in what? In uncompromising faith. Now, I want you to understand something. Don't think, think of only Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego or ISIS putting a gun on you to mean that that's only an, a compromising situation. Huh? Even if you don't have money in your pocket and you have to seek for money and then... You have the opportunity to compromise where you do some deals which are not clean <laughs> to get money quickly. That is also as uncompromising. You are here in this place in the Netherlands and you are not getting a job and somebody suggests to you, oh no, you can do some business. You just, you just dress. You, we, we call people. They come and meet you. They pick you up and you can get cool thousand euros. At the end of the month you don't know what you are doing you can't tell people what you are doing you have compromised your faith and that is not what god desires for us god desires that we believe him and walk with him for him to be able to walk in us to show the world that there is jesus in us because the greater one lives inside of us Praise God. Amen. 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 Finally, if you are not born again, 
Faith can only be a dream. Faith in God can only be a dream. You can only hear me say, ah, this thing is, is it looks nice. Oh. But it is only when we are born again that the sin nature is dealt with and we are given over to the spirit of life. And then we can operate in the spirit of faith. Praise God. So I want us to pray. Maybe you are here with all eyes closed, with all heads bowed. You want to give your life to the Lord or you want to rededicate your life to the Lord. You want to say, Lord, I'll compromise your stand. I've given up on you in many ways and I want to return. I want to experience the spirit of faith. I want to experience the fullness of your faith. You just want to lift up your hands and we pray with you. Praise God. Or maybe we want to pray. And we want to pray. I want you to pray and ask God that Lord baptize me with the spirit of faith. This one you can ask for. The spirit of faith. Which is the driving force to act out the word of faith. So you want to pray that prayer. Maybe you want to stand on your feet. And pray that prayer. You want to stand on your feet. And you want to pray that prayer. Lord, baptize me with the spirit of faith. Baptize me afresh. With the spirit of faith. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, baptize us with the spirit of faith. In the name of Jesus. Father, baptize us, Lord. Let your spirit come upon us. Let that driving force. That keeps us moving in your word. Come upon us, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I want to give you an opportunity to make a declaration of faith. Maybe there is a, a, a circumstance around you. You want to speak to it. You want to declare to it. You want to speak to that circumstance and tell it right now. That you have no power over me. You have no power to dominate me. You have no power to be a stumbling block in my way. Maybe it's a mountain of death. Maybe it's a, it's a, it's a difficult situation you cannot do by yourself. But you want to speak to it. You want to declare to it. You King Nebuchadnezzar. Hear me now. Today I will not bow unto you. But my God will deliver me from you. Whatever you are. I declare you null and void and I speak to you that I will overcome you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. We give you honor. Thank you for your word. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.